Hey, what's going on, guys? Captain Carlos here with Maria Gear. So today we're going to be talking redfish and how to target them using light tackle. Um, we're going to go over the rod, the reel, the line, the baits, the lures, locations, water temperature, everything ins and outs of how to target this species uh, and what's worked you know well over the years so without further ado we'll dive right into it um, we're going to start with the reel i've got a, a daiwa bg 3000 spinning reel it's their black gold series it holds a ton of line okay it's got an awesome drag system oversized gears comfortable handle i mean the housing is all aluminum it's built like a tank for under 100 bucks i don't think there's a better reel on the market period uh, i've got it matched to a seven foot star plasma spinning rod eight to 15 pound it's got a very fast action tip but it's also got a lot of backbone uh, the rods rigged with silicone carbide guides uh, i like that because when you're using braided line um it's very strenuous on tackle and gear. So the, that harder ring helps out, you know, in the long run. So that's the setup. Uh, I've got it packed with 10 pound braided line. Uh, I like using either Gamma, Daiwa J Braid, or Tough Line XP. Those are usually my three go-tos. Um, on the business end, when I'm connecting it, uh, I, I have a three foot section of 20 to 50 pound monofilament or fluorocarbon leader and it just depends on the application you know the type of bait that i'm going to be using and the area that i'm going to be fishing so that connection i'm usually using a uh, a spider hitch to double the line and then i'm connecting it with a reverse albright or a yucatan so that's your line to line connection um and that's usually when I'm throwing a lot of lures or bait, uh, you know, free lined, not not so much with an with an egg sinker or a jig head. Um, so that's the setup there. Uh, we're going to dive into the bait now. We're going to be using what the fish feed on. Okay, and redfish really like crustaceans. That's probably one of their their top baits. So we're talking about crab, shrimp, stuff like that. Um, I don't think I've, I've seen a redfish that'll pass up a shrimp or a crab. I mean, for the most part, they love that stuff. And if you notice their, their profile, um, you'll notice their, their mouth is located towards the bottom. So they feed towards the bottom. So they're picking up like like shrimp and crabs and little bait fish scooting out of the grass flats or along the rocks of a jetty or whatnot. They're designed for that. Okay. Um, so using that type of bait, you know, whatever's in the area is probably a smart bet. Uh, finger mullet, pinfish, shrimp, crabs, uh, croakers, you know, any of that stuff. And sometimes, believe it or not, if you cut the the fresh bait in half and just send it down there in a chunk that may outfish a live bait sometimes i've seen that you know scenario unfold many times um where the scent is what draws them in not so much the the bait wiggling around so keep that in mind um if you're going to be using that approach though uh just switch up your rig and 
you want to put a little slip sinker above uh, your your leader. So you're going to be using a little egg sinker. Okay, I would imagine two to two ounces, all the way down to I don't know, maybe half an ounce, depending on how deep of water, how strong the tide's moving. You know, all those scenarios. You want to be using just enough weight where it'll keep it on the bottom and it won't move around too much. That's pretty much the, the train of thought. Um, so you're using that little egg sinker and you're putting a swivel just below it. And then you've got a three-foot leader with a, a 1-0 to a 4-0 circle hook or a J-hook. It's just preference. I, I like the circle hooks. I've done pretty well with those. Um, the VMC inline circle hooks are, are great. You know, they're very cost effective and, and they work. Um, medium wire. Don't go too heavy on the wire, you know, as far as the, the thickness of the hook. Medium wire is fine. So that's your baits, your natural baits. If we're going to be targeting these things with lures, which is what I do probably 90% of the time, just because I, I like the challenge. Um, I'm, I'm going to have a variety of lures in my box and don't think I'm not, <laughs> um, because certain parts of the state, certain lures will outfish other lures. Okay. Um, one thing that's a staple is I mentioned they love crabs and, and shrimp. I'm going to have a couple of those lures, something that looks like a crab or a shrimp in my box. Um, there's actually quite a few manufacturers now coming out with crab lures that look so realistic, it's freaky. I mean, like, where the claws even move as the thing is falling. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Cranka, um, it's a company out of Australia. They they make some pretty badass crab imitations. Um, there's another one called Chase Baits. I think they're also out of Australia. And then you've got one called Weston uh, that's here. Um, I think they're based out of the Midwest. So those are some crab lures, um, shrimp lures, live target makes a, a great shrimp. I, I use their stuff a lot. Um, DOA and egret, which is the voodoo shrimp. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that, but that's probably my go-to shrimp is the voodoo shrimp just because of the way it's rigged with the jig head they use and, and, the action is just insane. It works very well. And it's durable. They use uh, some type of weave in the body that's very tough. Um, so a shrimp, a crab, and you want to have something that mimics a uh, little bait fish. So I like to have a couple paddle tails in the box too with jig heads like our thump and paddler. It's a three to four inch profile, something that looks like a, a mud minnow, a croaker, uh, a little pinfish, any of that, you know, redfish smack the hell out of these things. And, and I rig them on a, a little jig head, you know, an eighth ounce to all the way up to maybe three eighths of an ounce. And it's just going to vary on the depth of water, the conditions, if it's windy or not. Um, if it's a nicer day, then you're going to downsize the weight. If it's a little windier, then you're going to upsize the weight because that's going to allow the lure or the little paddle tail to track more true, you know, in the water column. Um, you want to be fishing these 
baits along the bottom okay most of the time these fish won't come up uh, although i've caught them on top water too under certain scenarios uh, but i want to say 80 to 90 percent of the time you're going to be targeting these fish close to the bottom okay last but not least as far as lures go i gotta have a twitch bait with me i always have a, a few different colors on hand i have one that's light and one that's dark um I like our Manic Minnow. Uh, it's got a very slow sink rate to it. Very deadly in the winter and the fall time frames when you're sight fishing. Um, just because the, the bait falls very, very slow. Its descent uh, gives the redfish an opportunity to, to locate it and smack the hell out of the lure. Um, so great, great bait to have on board. Uh, definitely have a couple twitch baits. Um, again, stick to natural color patterns, something that looks like the baits that's around. So a pilchard, uh, you know, a little finger mullet, a croaker, something like that. One thing that's very important and probably one of the most important things is location. Location, location, location. These fish travel all around the state. You could find them in the inlets, the flats, the mangroves, um, oyster bars, just a variety of different places. And depending on where you find them, you're going to have to adjust your tackle. Okay. So for example, if you're fishing the inlet, you're going to be using a little bit heavier gear because most inlets will have either rock jetties that you're going to be fishing or a little bit more structure. So your leader will probably be like 40, 50 pound on the end. Um, and then adjust your weight too. If you're fishing a deeper inlet, you know, you're going to have to use a little bit more weight, you know, as far as your egg sinker or jig head. Uh, if you're fishing the flats, it's kind of the flip flop, you know, uh, a lot of these flats, the water can vary from six inches to six feet. So, Depending on, you know, how shallow, uh, the, you know, how deep a part of the flat that you're fishing, you're going to adjust your presentation accordingly. Um, if you're fishing the really skinny water, you're going to be using lighter leader. So 15, 20 pound fluorocarbon isn't out of the ballpark. You know, some of these fish under those conditions can see everything. So you got to be very stealthy. Um, and that's where I like to throw, you know, something very small like that little twitch bait or maybe a small shrimp or small crab imitation uh, to get their attention. One thing that I forgot to add uh, when you're using lures too, this is just another little tip. If you're fishing a shrimp imitation that isn't scented, make sure you have some scent um, like spray scent or some type of scent that you can apply to the lure to give it that scent and provide that scent. Um, cause that could make the difference between you getting the bite and not getting the bite. If, especially if it's under those nice, clear sight fishing days. Um, last but not least, I want to go over water temperature and the times of year, you know, in the springtime, it could actually still be kind of cold and, and the, the winter time, for sure, you want to slow down your presentation. You want to keep your bait in the water column and along the bottom where these fish are going to be feeding as long as possible. 
So you're going to be retrieving your lures or your bait very, very, very slow. Okay. I think that's why a lot of people um, don't or aren't that successful at targeting them because they lose the patience. And part of having the patience is having a slow retrieve. You got to, it kind of, they kind of go hand in hand. Um, that's going to keep you more connected to these fish, especially, like I said, in the winter and early stages of the spring, these fish are lethargic. So a slower presentation um, will get you bit. That's why you see a lot of the guides around the state, they'll, they'll chunk bait and let it literally sit on the bottom and let the fish come to them. Just because these fish aren't moving around like crazy, but when they do, they're going to key in on that scent and they'll come to you. So a little bit food for thought on the, the redfish. Uh, we appreciate you very much for tuning in tonight, guys. Um, make sure you like us on Facebook. If you learn something here, follow us on Instagram and check out our YouTube channel. we got a lot of stuff still coming down the pipe here. Thanks again and God bless.